な Welcome to Remember 64, where this week we're remixing a smash hit. <laughs> See what I did there? <laughs> I'm so Very clever. Good. Very good. Welcome to the show, everyone. My name is David Petrangelo, and look, I love me some deadly pink marshmallows that can suck up anyone else's ability. Heck, I'll even mess with a Pokemon that conjures lightning every once in a while. But now, I think I found my true calling. I found a niche Japanese hero with a name I didn't even know how to pronounce my entire life until last year. That's my go-to. Oh man, I'm Jiggy Lookback, and I'm here. I'm ready to bang. I mean smash. Let's smash. Let's do it, sir. We are talking Smash Remix. And if anyone has not heard leading up to this episode, um, this is our first venture into playing a mod for a game. So if anyone doesn't know, Smash Remix is a mod from a group of creators that got together over the last several years. I think it was 2018 or 19. Um, and they've built new levels, new characters, um, new items, all for the original N64 Super Smash Brothers, and uh, it's available, it's in 1.5 now, and we thought, you know what, we're going to give it a shot. What a place to start in something like Smash Remix. Jiggy, this is fun, man. I like, I, I still, like, I know I've said it before, but this idea is just fun to go through mods like this. Yeah, and you better, uh, you know, watch your eyes, because all the characters and cosmetics and stages and everything you're about to see... Or here, I guess, because technically it's a podcast. But you will see at some <laughs> point, is gonna burn your retinas out. It's 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 overexposure to pure awesome. It's <laughs> it's amazing. Overexposure of awesomeness. There we go. Yes. Um, it, it's really cool. We're, we uh, it, it radiates awesome. It radiates. Damn, damn. <laughs> you you got you're bringing the fire. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> Um, and, uh, and one of the reasons, or one of the, one of the bonuses about this episode, not only are we talking about something different, um, uh, we are going to talk about the original Smash Brothers a little bit, and then we're definitely going to dig into all the different things that go on with Smash Remix. Um, but, uh, we have a special guest that we're going to be, uh, queuing into the show in just a moment here. Uh, he goes by the Smash Father. That's right. He is the, the lead, uh, project manager, I guess you could call it, of Smash Remix. So one of the main um you know creators one of the main people that made this a reality so he's going to sit with us in just a moment we're going to talk about smash brothers itself smash remix and uh toss a few fun ideas around um and and talk about our time playing it because it's it's been pretty cool to, to dig into this and i think we got lucky 1.5 just came out yeah um, like a couple oh, weeks man. ago so we just we had this idea anyways and then we saw that 1.5 came and we went well, it's a no-brainer. We have to do this now. <laughs> yeah, we're doing it right now. It 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 made it up the list. It was it was down. I don't know. It was still at the top. It was, it was still like there. top five of mods we were gonna do this year. But the second that dropped with the intro, 
and the special character that got released. Yep, we're down. And and that's just a little tease. We will talk about that video. We will, yep. if you're watching the video version, I will be showing that video as well. We'll talk about it because that video is, it's not just a trailer. It's not just like three minutes of like, you know, like a movie trailer or something or a game trailer. It's like 12 or 13 minutes of just awesomeness. It's so cool. Yep. There's so much going on. Um, lots to talk about in our chat. So you know what, Jiggy, let's, uh, let's just get right into it. Let's, let's get our guest in here and we will, uh, we'll talk some Smash Remix. Have, uh, we have our special guest. We have project leader for Smash Remix. The Smash Father is joining us on Remember 64. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Hello there. Hello, hello. How are you this fine evening? I'm doing good. I'm doing good today. How are you all? Yeah, we're hanging Fantastic. in there. Fantastic. We're hanging in there. Yeah, yeah. Pretty good. Yeah, just just your average evening, but uh, but with a decent amount of Smash Brothers in the last couple of weeks, which is awesome. So um, that's, a, that's a good bonus. Um, just so we can uh, sort of start uh, from the beginning, I guess, in a way, you could kind of put it that way. Uh, Smash Father, let's talk about uh, your experience with Smash Brothers, the original Smash Brothers on N64, and maybe even the, the franchise moving forward sort of from there. Um, did you grow up with it? Did you play it later? Was it one of those like main Deadpool titles that you have with the N64? What, what's, uh, what's your story with the game? Sure. So I think I would have started playing when I was like a fourth grader, uh, which would have been in the 90s when it came out. Mm -hmm. uh, I, immediately when I saw it, I was enchanted. It was like right up my alley. Um, and we I, we just played it so much as kids. I mean, I was like 10 or something like that. Um, and it was super fun. I loved it. And then, you know, you know, I, I was always in Smash, so I got like... I think I got Melee for my birthday, and we just played that all night, and you know that was a blast. And then you know Brawl happened. <laughs> and then we Brawl, still played it. Brawl happened. But, you know, <laughs> and uh, you know then I kind of you know personal history like I you know got busy with other things. I went to law school and I didn't really played Smash for a while, and then uh, you know once I kind of settled into a new place, I turned back to sixty four and started running tournaments. If you want to. <laughs> stuff That's like awesome. that. Nice. Nice. Um, I mean, I, I like the game, but I definitely didn't play tournaments or get into tournaments, but <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> I definitely did play tournaments, oh. but I didn't play tournaments until Wii U. I started with Wii U and then moved into Ultimate, and then kids just got too good, and I'm out. <laughs> it's, tough. Yeah, it's a tough racket. <laughs> Honestly, online games, I, I can't anymore. <laughs> it's, it's just, it's not fair. It's not fair, man. <laughs> I can't do it. You know what's interesting? Um, so first, actually, I do want to ask you, what is your favorite Smash game? If you had to say which one was your top one, is it 64? Is it Melee? Is it Ultimate? Uh, which one do you think stands at the pinnacle aside from Smash Remix? <laughs> at this point, it's definitely 64. Mm -hmm. um, there were times I might, you know, kind of go back and forth between 64 and Melee. Uh, but at this point, I've committed so much of my time <laughs> and just gotten so kind of enamored with 64. I'd say that's definitely it. It's, like, it's the one I'm best at competitively, for sure. Uh, but I think Melee is a great game, too. I had a lot of fun with Ultimate. Um, you know, I thought that was fun, too. Even this got its own 
things I, I don't necessarily love, but it's it's I think it's still a really fun game. So I mean I like I've enjoyed every Smash I've played. I didn't really play Smash Four. Sorry, Wii U fans. Um, hey, you know, Smash Four. You played Ultimate. You played Smash Four. Roughly, uh, people okay. are gonna hate that I said okay. that, but it's you know, it's very similar. Ultimate's just the better version of Four, in my mm. opinion. Um, granted, there are a few modes that I did like in Four that didn't transfer over. Um, I spent a lot of time in Four actually. Um, but interesting enough, I did a poll on my YouTube channel and had I don't know how many hundred hundreds of people voted in in this poll um brawl was a big contender really which actually i agree brawl is probably my least favorite um the subspace emissary was a cool idea but tripping like oh yeah freaking hate tripping i freaking hate uh the hammer losing its top like just the dumbest the dumbest additions it had some of the smartest additions but yeah, it added King DDD. That was nice. It, that was cool. We were and all Wolf. happy about that. And Sonic, but Sonic, I mean, you know, that was cool. Yeah, it, it's not. Um, it's not all bad. Yeah, it's was, not. It's not great, but it's well, not all it's, bad. Yeah, it's not all bad. Still was fun. Yeah, you know, it's, it's not. It's not not fun, but yeah. it's like well, <laughs> right. you know, it's kind of a downgrade. But <laughs> yeah, I mean, so so now there's like there's such a massive roster. Um, I'll, I'll go first on this question, so I don't have to. Uh, so you guys can think about it if you have to. But um, just on the '64, the original '64 version before Remix came around and and really expanded things here, um, I'm gonna ask you guys what your favorite character was or who your go-to was. Uh, sometimes that's different, you know, uh, especially competitively. For me, I was always comfortable with Kirby. Uh, I don't know what it was, just always the case. Um, going back and playing it over the years, he's still like probably just what I'm comfortable with because I always played Kirby back then, but uh, I've gotten used to playing quite a bit of Mario as well. Um, Jiggy, what about you? What's uh, what are your go-to? I'm 64 ex- exclusive. We're talking about. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, my main growing up was probably. It's a tough one. I think I'd say Fox. I think I was oh, a Fox player. Okay. Um, I did play a lot of Kirby as well, mm-hmm. but going back to it now, I'm a Donkey Kong player for oh, sure. Oh, crazy. Cool. Um, actually, yeah, Sa- just, Samus is one that I actually got used to too as time went on. I like Samus. Yeah. I, like, I like her moveset. I, yeah. I just like the combos and I feel mm-hmm. like I can do pretty well as Donkey Kong. Yeah. But yeah. What about you, sir? Uh, for me, it's always been, I mean, since I was a kid, um, uh, Pikachu has always been my, my favorite character in 64. And Makes sense. I'm still still my pretty much only character I can play well. <laughs> so it's, it's, yeah, it's Pikachu. Yeah. It, sometimes it's muscle memory too, right? I think that's the thing with me and Kirby, mm-hmm. where it's like every time I press down B, I know what's going to, like, I, I get it. <laughs> you know, it's so simple. Yeah. Um, and, and most characters like that too, but something about his where it's like, nope, it's just a straight drop and you're turning into one of several different items. Um, okay, let's uh, let's dig into into Smash Remix. Uh, bef- before you, we brought you on the show, we were just talking about how the fact that we wanted to explore mods on Remember 64 this year. We wanted to get into a couple of games. Every, every couple of episodes, we're going to sort of dig into different mods and try it. Um, and then the second we saw that 1.5 was released, we said, this thing 
is hitting the top of the list. We're doing it now. Not only that, but uh, but Smash just had an anniversary a couple of days ago as of this recording, which is great. Um, oh, yeah, as far I forgot as about that. Yeah, as far as its release goes, so that, that that's awesome. Um, all right, Mr. Smash Father, how does something like this even happen? 1.5, 1.0, 0.5, whatever the version is, how, how do you even... <laughs> Look, I... I don't know how to make games. I don't know how to make mods. I don't. I am. I love games, but I. I am so far out of the realm of understanding. I'm so impressed with the fact that anybody can make anything like this. How does this get started, and how do you get to be like a project leader on something like this? Oh, it happened pretty organically, and some of it is a little bit of fortune on my part. So, you know, I started running tournaments here in Houston. And I just wanted to find ways to attract people to my events, basically. So I started off with doing, like, um, cheek Game Shark stuff. Like, oh, we can play with, like, Metal Mario or, like, uh, Final Destination. You know, just doing random stuff. And then, like, suddenly, uh, Subdrag, who's made something called the GoldenEye Editor. And you can make stages for Smash 64. And so I started doing that. I made Houston-themed stages. Like, you could play, like, the, the Astrodome and stuff like that just to get people to come out to my events for my tournaments. And, you know, I started digging into things and getting more interested in modding more and doing more than just the stages and seeing what had been done. And I saw there had been people who kind of had tinkered around with um, making characters, but never, never went all the way. People had experimented, people had thought about it, people had write, wrote, wrote things up, but never really went all the way. And I thought, well, I'm going to try. Uh, now, I had no form, I had no experience. I had never coded anything. I had no artistic ability. Um, I was just a guy. <laughs> uh, was just, just a guy, guy with a dream. And, it's just <laughs> Yeah. Uh, and I was I just started working on it. I, I got some pieces. I, I was connected uh, very early on with a person uh, named Frey uh, in the 64 community, who's a very big name. Mm -hmm. And he was just... I couldn't have done it without him. He was he advised me on how he basically taught me how to code. He kind of really showed me how to hack things and how to get into the code and all that. And he helped me work with the original system with which we coded. If you ever watched the old trailers, the way we used to make models and everything was very, was very rough and it was very hard and didn't look very good. But he helped me work through that. And through that, you know, even though it wasn't beautiful, you know, um, it just attracted other people to actually work with me. You know, I reached out to different folks. Which, I mean, I became a pro I was just a guy making it at first. But right. once I had an actual work product, you know, I could reach out to people like uh, our lead artist, uh, Soap, uh, who is insanely talented. And we're fortunate to have, uh, as well as many other of our artists, coders, like yeah because it, it's, it's a big all team. these people helped us it's a, it's a big team like uh for yeah. obviously it's it like you said it, it grows over the years but it's like yeah you can be you can be a project leader but but this is a huge team effort it's it's amazing yeah just, i would I'm, be nothing without my team yeah yeah to piggyback off of that i was watching or i had just just before we hopped on i played through smash remix again and got to the credits and once i got past all the original credits, I was like, okay, I want to see how many more come on. And it went forever, man. It was like, <laughs> but what I loved about it, okay, what I loved about it 
is I did click on them, and a lot of them just say funny things. Oh, right? I didn't do that. No way. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was clicking through. Yeah, One of them, I, I wish I could have... I wish I was recording or could have gone back because one of them had like a, I don't know if it was, it was like a code or something. And I was like, yes, yeah, Dennis of, has, ah. uh, has his in Morse code, I think. Yes. I forget what it's, I honestly don't remember what it says. But <laughs> I, I know saw it and I was code. like, no, I needed, I needed to figure that out. But <laughs> that's it, amazing. It passed. Yeah, as a clue for fans, if you want to look into it, it's in Morse code. I'm sure. You know, if you could figure it out, but it's in, it's in Morse code. Amazing, yeah. So it's 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 this it's this amazing group of of artists and coders and everything. And I mean, this isn't something that we just said. Like you know, one point five was was just released uh, in early twenty twenty four. This has been going on on for years. How do, how do, how do things progress? Like, is it just? I mean, you sort of mentioned how how things get started as far as working with the team and all those types of things. Um, also, uh, the video that I'm showing, if anyone's watching the YouTube version, I just got shot with a golden gun. So there like lots of really cool ideas uh, in this, by the way. So we'll get to that. Mm -hmm. But uh, I thought that was hilarious. A great addition. Um, how do you, uh, yeah, how, do, how does, how do things get going? Like, how do you decide like, yep, this is ready to, to, to get released. Let's, let's do this. Let's add this character. Let's add that stage. Like, obviously it's a group effort and stuff, but how does that sort of thought process happen with something like this? Well, the, the nature of that really evolved over time. Uh, as far as getting this stuff together, I mean, honestly, you just ask people. <laughs> right. What people so. don't realize if you're trying to build something, it's just like, ask for help. I, I seriously would work. As long as you show that you're willing to work yourself, I mean, just ask people for help. And, I mean, a lot of the people on my team, I just literally went up to them. It's like, I like your work. Would you like to work with me? And that gets easier the more credit you have. You know, the more stuff you do. But yeah. How does, how does working on actually getting a mod, like how much you want to do with this, like at the, at the getting out like 1.1 or 1.5, like what do we want to put in there? You kind of, you come up with a game plan and, you know, it's not going to end up exactly how you originally envisioned. And you think of like, you obviously you want to have a character because that's like, that's like, you know, that's what gets people going. That's what gets the people wild. They want the character. <laughs> But, you know, you, you add other things, too, that kind of support that and make it interesting. And it, it's challenging because you want to give yourself uh, a realistic goal. Right. Because uh, a lot of times with mods, you give yourself unrealistic expectations and you don't and people won't um, keep themselves accountable. You want to be like, let's get on a good pace, get things done. This is our timeline. That's the challenging part. So... But you try to have, like, you don't want to go too far. So, like, a character or two is good. You start adding all this stuff that's way out of your skill zone, you're going to find yourself in murky waters. Right. <laughs> so, interesting to, to play off that. So, as far as content-wise in this game, we have new characters. Um, I didn't count out exactly how many, but we have new characters. We have... There are even more new stages. Like I was really blown away with stages. Like there's, you have to go. There's dozens. You have to cycle through the right. There's there's so many. You got new items, new music tracks. Um, just so much new modes, new game modes entirely. Um, just so much is packed into this. So my question on that: We did an episode specifically an episode about Goldeneye and how. People are going to ring me out for this because I don't remember what the number was. 17 megabytes was the totals, like, capacity of the game. That's how big the game was. Um, is that something you need to consider 
as far as because yeah, it is I a mod, think... it is running on like you know emulators or ever drives or what whatnot. It yeah, we're we're I think we might be bumping up against a limit. Possibly, people have been mentioning it because like I so said, we set like a size for like the ROM, right? Mm -hmm. So when you get the ROM, uh, well, we don't we don't give you the ROM, but we give you like the little. <laughs> The X Delta. It's like a patch. Basically. Yeah, yeah. Uh, when you get that, it tells you all the changes you need to make. And, you know, one of that is a setting the ROM size. So I think currently, I think ours literally says like 64 MB. It's, yeah. It's and exactly like 64. Be, yeah. Yeah. That might be as big as she can go. Um, I'm not. Don't quote me on that one. But uh, that might be. <laughs> uh, that might be as big as it gets. And after that, it might. You might run into hardware issues. Uh, with like how big uh, the sixty, it would just be random. You know, like sixty four megabytes isn't a real. It's nothing to do. I know it's a Nintendo sixty four, so it sounds like it should be how big it should be, but it's entirely ir irrelevant. But it might actually be the maximum size we can get our our file system to. So it hasn't been really a big concern, and if we ever really were concerned, we could find ways to work with it but yeah i mean there's there's an upper limit to how big these things could be on on if you want to stay on hardware which right. we do right yeah exactly yeah i think that's i think that's the charm right that's that's the cool thing about this is that it can run on the actual hardware and like i play it on my actual 64 and there's just something about it 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 almost provides a legitimacy to it you know what i mean it's it's got this this aura about it that you're like wow this is exactly what I wanted Smash Bros. to grow into. Like, it's how I imagined the sequel before Melee was a thing. You oh, know, like, in my head, I'm like, oh, just more characters. Like, Conker's in it? Like, Conker? Oh, my <laughs> gosh. I, you know what? That's actually a good way to put it, too, because, like, I, I did the same thing. I, I had it on the actual uh, uh, hardware with the controller, every, everything. It felt like, sure, I'm sitting in front of a different screen than I used to. It's not a CRT that, I, that I'm playing this thing on, but it... It's just it just feels like the the real game. It doesn't feel like this is like I, I think it's impressive on its own that it doesn't feel like it's a mod. It doesn't feel like it's something that was made uh you know twenty years later, twenty plus years later. Like it just feels like the game and what it mm -hmm. is supposed to be. And I think that's a testament to, to yourself and everyone else that's been that's been creating this over the years. It's uh man, it's 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 so crazy. it's so crazy because like you said before jiggy there's also all these different modes um is it all-star mode i keep forgetting the name exactly of what yeah. it is there's remix there's all-star yeah um there's a bonus uh the race to the finish is different yeah i, th I love that that's yeah. cool um all, all these things are there um like for example the all-star mode is you're going through the roster of of characters and you're fighting all of them with only a couple of chances to heal up and uh and eventually you're you're fighting in pairs and all that all this stuff would be so crazy back in the day to just be like okay who can get the furthest and i'm just sitting here on my own just you know sucking at the game honestly i'm not i'm not that good at it but uh but having a great time with it it's um i are, are these modes like what what's sort of like the largest my question sort of around this my long-winded way of asking it is like is it challenging to create new modes as far as things go or is it more like the characters and balance and things like that what's sort of like the the biggest challenge hurdle. i guess hurdle yeah yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, so modes, like, so the first time I made a mode probably was kind of difficult. Mm -hmm. um, every, like, just getting into the weeds, understanding. First time you do anything, it's challenging. Sure. And yeah. all subsequent modes, I'd say, aren't honestly that hard, but are more, it's more frustrating. It's <laughs> <laughs> the nature of the code is like, it's it's like, gosh, if you, it feels like when I'm making a new mode, it's like I have to, like, fight through you're fighting yourself because you make code that when you were when you first start writing code your, your code isn't quite up to par and so you get to fight your old code and revise it you learn new things you didn't know about the general code and you know so the, the modes i'd say they're not the hardest thing um i mean the most time consuming the biggest feature that takes the longest uh most drain on our resources would be animations Making nice animations that look good, that feel uh, era-appropriate. That takes a long time, takes tons of revisions. Uh, that's going to be the longest, the biggest that. And, of course, just coding takes long, too, because coding also... Because you can make moves that feel really weird and don't don't feel good, don't feel era-appropriate, um, but you gotta, you got to make them feel right, make sense. You know, like, we have... Uh, I'm, I'm soon going to be making a uh, uh, kind of cut content thing uh, for Remix, and you know, there's a lot of moves we just had to cut because like they didn't feel right, or they didn't work with 64 as well as we hoped. Um, so it's like, yeah, you know, I would say you know the biggest time sink is animations. Most challenging thing, the biggest commitment is just making the character, making a character is probably the biggest task. There's so much to do. So much love and hard work goes into it. The character is the biggest thing, yeah. Yeah, animation is the biggest part of it. I could see that. That ma that makes sense yeah. because, like, what we were just saying is, is like, it feels like you're playing this game. Like, this is feel this yeah. feels like what this game was supposed to be. It, you know, whatever it was supposed to be. It's not like they did a bad job originally. We're not, you know, slighting the actual original title. Um, but it's, but it's, uh, it, it just feels right. So whatever effort and time that everyone's put into it. It's I, I think it's paid off. So sorry. Jiggy, yeah, for say, sure. Yeah. And the uh, the whole. As far as the character models themselves, mm -hmm. like. They feel like you you mentioned, and I love that they're era relevant, right? Right. So they look how I imagine they would look if they were running on the original Smash, not necessarily from their game. Banjo being released was very interesting because I looked at him and I was like, yes, this seems like the perfect translation from Banjo-Kazooie to Smash Bros on the N64 because you think the models get a little more low poly. Like, it just, it meshed so well. It does, it, none of the characters stand out like, oh, this one's really high poly. This one's, you know, this one looks significantly better or more detailed than any of the others. They all feel genuinely like they could have been on the original 64 version of smash which is awesome i love that is there it's it's a, that's a really that's a really challenging balance because obviously one thing is to look good but you, you you have to not only make it look good for the 64 but like there's a specific style to the way they make things look in smash bros and of course it is a lower poly because you you have to you do have to deal with the console's limitations if you make a high poly mm -hmm. character they're literally going to slow down the game. Like Bowser, when he first was released, he was a little bit too high poly. So we'd have competitive <laughs> players complain about him. So we had to work on his model. 
So like there's a lot of things to balance when making the models and you know models aren't the hardest part, but they are a part that requires a lot of work. We always joke like when the model's done, we're like, well guys, we're halfway there because the model is <laughs> honestly people who don't know will think like here's the model like we can just make a character it's like the model is probably the least important part right. <laughs> but it is uh we do have to put a lot of effort into that too to, to make it look right and make it function right within the game and banjo was a challenging one because the way the textures work in banjo kazooie the way that looks it just you know it wouldn't work for 64 it wouldn't look mm -hmm. right it, it, it's too complicated uh, so we kind of looked at how DK's fur works. Yeah, and that's we what I was going to say. kind of looked at that, but like we didn't obviously just make DK's fur. We we made it so it's Banjo's and it was unique. But you do, you have to look at what exists in 64 and what would work. And it's, it can be challenging to balance all those things and balancing what you want, you know, because you want everything to look good, but also play good. So it's it's it can be a balance. What's What's interesting, too, is the fact that some characters, it's it's really obvious when you felt like their moveset in a future game, like in Ultimate or Brawl. I'm I'm thinking of Wolf in particular. Like the moveset is fairly similar, but then you have Banjo, who I actually main Banjo in Ultimate. So going to this, he was dramatically different. His moveset was more Kazooie based, I'd say, than uh, Tui. Although he does have the uh, I, not the beak buster, but the drill. I, I don't oh, know why I'm blinking. Yeah, I don't, yeah. Um, but it's just, drill it's just bill, interesting. Is that what we, yes, drill bill. Drill bill. Yeah. Drill bill. That's it. that's it. Thank you. Um, but it's just it's just really interesting how it's kind of like you pick you pick and chose elements that you're like, yeah, that works. That feels good. And then you completely changed others. And I think you made Sonic way better. Like Sonic oh, better? feels yeah. oh, way okay. better in Smash Remix than he does in any other Smash game. <laughs> His he has more than just spin dash and homing attack. It's amazing. I I, I yeah, found, that was a big effort his, his for us because Sonic yeah. is usually viewed as annoying. Yeah, you know, a lot of people always complain about him. So our our main you know game designer Frey he took. Oh, you know, he really worked to make him not annoying, <laughs> but also still a good character, which he is. Um, so yeah, that took that took some time, and we didn't want to make him be a nuisance with his homing attack and with uh, uh, you know, just doing stupid the stuff that makes people annoyed with him. We, we we avoid that as best we could. He's got the best best meter smash. It, just he, oh yeah, that thing we like. Yeah, that's that's I a love funny that. thing. Yeah, he's good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I I wanted to add that. Now people will say we we took that from Project M, but it's not true. Sonic Battle. Yeah, I I played Sonic Battle, you know, yeah. and I was like, I know we should add this move. That would be so great, and like, and everyone was just like, oh, like Project M, and you're like, gosh, <laughs> damn it, people don't know. <laughs> Project M. I don't know if you guys have watched the episode of South Park where they're like, Simpsons did it. Every time on the episode of South Park, like, oh, the Simpsons have already done that concept. Right, right. Project M is the Simpsons to us, where it's just like, oh, Project M did that. It's like, gosh, damn it, come <laughs> on, man. Yeah. He's uh, he's very good. I, I had a good time playing around uh, with Sonic for sure. I played him a bit in Ultimate, but uh, but he uh, I, I couldn't actually couldn't couldn't tell that it just to try. I mean, it's such a huge roster. I got to try everybody. Um, oh, yeah. as far as the as far as the characters go, I mean, it's it's impressive how many are added over the last. Um, I guess it's been about five years now that, that things have been going. But 
um are, are the decisions just like hey we like this character let's let's try and explore that is it coming from outside and like oh this one seems like it's getting the buzz let's let's try we gotta get we gotta get banjo kazooie in there oh we gotta get sonic in there like is that decision again like you said is it just organic like other stuff has been or is it more um fine-tuned than that if that's the way to say it so it's evolved over time. Originally, it was really limited to what was our capabilities, which sure. were far more limited originally. So, you know, we were doing clones, and it was kind of like, mm -hmm. you know, I couldn't really code that much, and, you know, we couldn't, we didn't have animators really at the time. Like, you were really limited. And as we've grown, gotten better and more skilled, it's, like, less about our capabilities because we can kind of do what we want. Um, so it started off being like very capability based, like, okay, I make Gandorf, he's a clone, I could do that by myself, or like, you know, Dr. Mario and those kind of characters. It was kind of like, well, this is where we have capabilities. Your capabilities are always a factor, but now it was, it, later on, it became less of a thing we really had to worry about. And then it kind of became about like, well, you know, what, once we narrowed in on that, we wanted to be, it wasn't always that I wanted to be kind of a ode to the Nintendo 64. Mm-hmm. Originally, I just wanted to make a, like cool competitive characters. That was my original thought, like good competitive characters for 64 or just something kind of like that. Just make it more interesting. But as time went on, it's like, well, okay, the, our mod is kind of an ode to the 64. And what characters do we need to add? So, you know, getting where we're getting our roster now, we're kind of, you know, at the end of things, I, you know, I feel I was like, you know, we need to do Banjo. This is a character okay. that... Personally, I did not play a lot of Banjo-Kazooie. I'm sorry, folks. I know I should have. <laughs> I played it a little bit, but I didn't own it. We didn't have a lot of 64. I, we didn't have a lot of games back then. I had to mm -hmm. rent games. I was not rich. I'm sorry. We played like <laughs> the same sorry. games 50,000 times over. <laughs> so I played a lot of Smash Bros. and Mario 64. But, um, you know, I knew Banjo had to be done. It's like Banjo is a must-have at the end. And, like, there are other ones that I just thought, like, this is a 64 character. Conker is just so 64. He's 64, he had to be done. Mm -hmm. and plus, he had so many different things. You got to think of, like, does this character have a cool move set that we can make interesting? Conker had so many things available to him with his all his weapons. His stuff is we so fun, could pull man. Something out. It's so fun. You think, <laughs> I love you it. Know, <laughs> So, like, characters like Goemon and Marina and Banjo, it's just like, wow, that character feels so 64. And so of the era, and we can mm. think of a, a creative moveset that let's do it. That's what it became at the end, where originally it was like, what do we have the capabilities for? And ultimately, as a team leader, you got to think of, like, what... I can't just be unilaterally. Well, there have been times, but <laughs> unilaterally, I can't just be like, I want to make this, so we're going to do it. I have to have uh, the support of my team. If, if my artist doesn't want to make it, or my animators don't want to animate it, or my coders don't want to code it, like it's, it's not going to happen. So hmm. it is kind of organic in that sense. Uh, we don't really care what other people want. Uh, <laughs> you know, if you ask for characters, it's not something we're considering. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but we do think about like what makes sense, you know, if it, if it's going to make people happy, that that's always nice. Mm -hmm. uh, but we really make the mod in a sense for ourselves, to be honest. Uh, but we just think about what would, what's an ode to the 64 is what we've been doing lately. What's, what makes sense there and what, so, what's fun, what's going to be a fun sure. character to play. Yeah. Yeah. So then the question turns into, are there characters that you wanted to put in and decided against 
because you mentioned cut content, you don't have to spoil it if that's something coming up. But if you want to name like Juan or something, <laughs> if you want to um, like, you know, if you want to, yeah, yeah, if you want to yeah. just throw something out there. And then the other thing is, there you reaching the limit. You're at 64 megabytes, right? Max capacity here, right? Is there plans for any more updates? Um, is this the end? Is this like everything minor after this? Like no more characters, or is there a a stance on that? Uh, just what are your thoughts on those? Yeah, so we kind of leave it open ending, and if there's going to be any more uh, updates, it's just going to be one of those things. Like it, it could happen, it might not. Uh, right now, I feel fulfilled where I am at. I'm I'm kind of going to be taking a step back from things and more have a more of a I don't know, an ownership role, a CEO type role. Um, I have mm. kind of uh, put some other people in charge and I'm kind of letting my team decide how they want to continue. So will there be another, you know, addition? You know, it, there'll be bug fixes for sure. Like, the, right. you know, there'll be like, uh, you can count on certain things being fixed. You know, there might be a 1.5. There will definitely be something beyond 1.5. Now, will there be you know new characters, new stages? You know, you'll have to wait and see. I can't, I can't give you an answer there. Um, that's just going to depend on what the team's feeling and if I feel it's appropriate. Um, cool. Can't wait till Rayman's see. added. <laughs> we'll, we'll see. Uh, what that, now you mentioned to cut characters. I was thinking, what's a like a, a small one I could throw? Uh, one that I, you know, I'm going to speak on this in the in the video, but like one that this is random. It's gonna be random for people uh, that we really wanted in the early days was Raichu. Uh, oh, really? I mean, okay. one of the artists uh, on the team uh, are just big Raichu fans, um, and we were doing clones, so we thought it made sense. And he had this model for Raichu that was just so good. Nice. And you know how Pikachu has those birthday hats? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Jigglypuff has the bows. Uh, he made we we went since he's kind of like Le Lieutenant Surge is kind of like a lieutenant, right? You know, he's a military guy, and Raichu's kind of associated with Lieutenant Surge. We gave Raichu a beret, and it looks so cool. Uh -huh. He was this like special uh, operations Raichu, and uh, ultimately we didn't go that route because the tail uh, would have been such a thing to animate. Oh, uh, okay. you, you make a clone, you're hoping to reuse animations, right? That's right. the big benefit. But with Raichu, with his tail, you really don't get much of a benefit because you have to. That tail is so different from Pikachu's tail. You had to reanimate the whole thing, yeah. so it wasn't very valuable. Mm -hmm. uh, it wasn't like a value add to do Raichu, and Raichu just never came to be. Although I, one of the melee mods made Raichu afterwards, which I thought was was pretty cool i never i never played it but um i, I was like oh someone else made raichu that's that's cool nice uh, yeah, sh we shared shared point. love for the pokemon yeah why not <laughs> yeah i guess that's that's something too right like pokemon in general i mean yeah there's there's a few and there's definitely more than a few uh at this point in the, in the later uh smash games but like there's literally hundreds you could choose from <laughs> like oh yeah but uh but yeah. but like you said it has to make sense for the 64 it has to make sense for that era all those decisions that you guys have made uh that the team has made as far as making it a reality is is uh it's awesome that all of that stuff is taken into consideration is what i gotta say i guess basically um I, oh man, I suck at this game so bad. I'm watching like <laughs> I'm watching your gameplay too. I'm, I'm so bad. I think this was like one of the first. This might have been the first time that I picked it up. Um, I I want to say about the characters too. I'm I'm very. Uh, there's something about the fact that Goemon is in it. 
um, and Marina. Something about those two feels even extra this era because we haven't seen either of those since, if I'm not if I'm not mistaken. So, um, and I I think Marina has one of the most unique move sets um, because, yeah. mm -hmm. like in her game, like in Mischief Makers and in this, there's a lot of like grabbing you know or you can uh you know the way the projectiles were and she has like she has the pot and she has her her jumps are different like all of that stuff feels so her which is amazing and i really got used to playing Golemon. he is now probably my go-to i don't know what it is but his move set just clicked with me i don't know if you had like a um a favorite jiggy while you're playing through it and, and, and as far as the oh yeah sonic so it was sonic for the new ones okay. oh yeah i loved his his meteor kick okay. every time i landed it i was just like hell yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah it Goemon's thing felt um i think he felt a little bit familiar in some ways like he has some projectile he has some close quarter stuff he has you know his his cloud uh that he can fly on that saves i use that quite a bit because again i'm not very good at this um but uh but he's fun and he's such a goofy character like he's such a, a randomly goofy character yeah. i find that uh it's always fun to sort of embody that um mr smash father is there a particular do you have you don't have to say favorite because it's, it's hard to pick a favorite it's hard to pick a favorite kid you know what i mean but um was there uh or is there a favorite in the in the new group at least it depends on what you're looking for so i have now I was never a huge Ganondorf fan. Mm -hmm. um, like people, I've heard people say like, "Oh, this, some Ganondorf fanboy runs Smash 64." <laughs> I was not a huge Ganondorf fan, but I became one just because he kind of has emotional significance. He's the first character I ever made. That was such a triumph for me, and he's kind of to me he's our mascot. Ganondorf is is the mascot of, of Smash Remix, so I have a deep affection there. As far as who I'm going to playing with, who's you know of the remix cast, uh, I you know I'm not bad with going on, I guess, but like uh, Bowser and DDD, I like the big guys, mm -hmm. so I can play with them pretty well, um, surprisingly well, considering I, I barely have time to play. But yeah. uh, <laughs> uh, you know, those are really good. I'm a huge Sonic fan. It's hard to yes. Once again, I'm not really. I'm not going to give you a true answer. Yeah, yeah no, just, that's that's totally fair. I saw yeah. I'm a huge Sonic fan. That was a huge thing for me to add him. Nice. Um, I was definitely you know, vehemently. Uh, I, I forced us to have classic Sonic. I was. I know members yeah. of the team really liked Sonic Adventure Sonic, and that's fine. Sonic Adventure came out before Smash Bros, which like I was there. Like I literally, I was live. I was experienced it, and I, it doesn't seem right to me. It didn't seem like it was real, but it happened. <laughs> you know, like it came, like Sonic Adventure came out before Smash Bros. And I just, I don't believe it. But that's what <laughs> history is, I guess. And so I was like, fine, we can have Sonic Adventure Sonic, but we have to have classic Sonic. Yeah. So uh, you know, I, I mean, I love Sonic too. There's, there's a lot of characters to love. And Goemon was big for me. Goemon was kind of the one where I was like, we're making Goemon. Nice. <laughs> and, uh, but then all everyone started playing his games and fell in love with them along the way. Right. And that's that's how we got Ebi Sumaro. Like, I had no interest in adding Ebi Sumaro. But the team fell in love with such a goof. Goemon it's amazing. and Ebi Sumaro. <laughs> so Ebi Sumaro, you know, came into reality. Yeah, especially uh, in the 64 games. Um, that guy is just hilarious he's just so goofy it's amazing <laughs> yes um i uh i know i know the goemon characters from 
I think it's called is it called Legend of Mystical Ninja for Super Nintendo that I had that game growing up not oh, yeah. not knowing anything about it not knowing it was even a series I had no idea and it was co-op so me and my brother could play it together we probably never really knew what we were doing because it's not a simple game for like a a five and a and an eight year old to be playing but uh but I was like, oh, I know this I know this guy. Like when I got a 64 and realized that there was more characters and it was still the same. I just there's something about it about that about that franchise, about that series that uh it was it was it was a it's a very charming addition in my in my opinion to to Smash Remix. So um yeah. I also think I also think that the characters having alternate skins that just change them completely mm-hmm. is awesome. I love that you can do the entire Star Fox team. You can be Slippy, you can oh, yeah. be Falco, you can be Peppy. Um, the fact you can switch between Giga Bowser and Bowser, even that's super cool. Um, Supersonic, Sonic to Supersonic. Yes. I love, I love stuff like that. And I feel like you really gave quite a few options for every character. Like you can even do like the polygon versions, mm-hmm. the fighting polygon team. Um, just really cool. And Bowser's fighting polygon team looks like Godzilla, and it's really, it's really sweet. Oh, that's the intent. Yeah, it was. Yeah, that yeah. was definitely an intent. Try to get that Godzilla reference in there. And yeah, <laughs> I almost wanted to give people. You can see that with the character. They've seen the character menu where you have so many options. You can play as yeah. a giant. You can play with random mm-hmm. hitboxes. To me, it's just like it's all about letting people um, play the way they want to play. Yeah. Unless that involves turning on tap jump. Um, <laughs> um but that's the one uh, that's the last thing no not happening yeah it's never gonna happen yeah not as long as i'm alive <laughs> uh, but uh we just want to give options to people to play the way that they want to play and so we have all these zany options honestly an overwhelming amount of options it, it is because it is quite a be bit fun yeah 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 I was never a kid. Um, you mentioned Game Shark way at the beginning here, but you mentioned you know Game Shark and those types of of products that were out back in the day. I never had one of those. I had a couple friends that did, and that was it. But I was never like the person to even just have a strategy guide for a game. I just played the game, and like that was kind of it, right? But you don't need a Game Shark with Smash Remix. You can just you can play it, and it's got like you said an overwhelming amount of options. And to sit down like. We played this solo, mm-hmm. but to sit down and play Smash Remix with friends, which I fully plan to do at some point, is just going to be... It, like, they probably won't even... They, they don't have, uh, you know, 64 ROMs available or an EverDrive like I do and definitely don't have an N64 podcast, so they're not sort of watching all these things like I am. But I'm going to show this to them, and they are going to be blown away. I, I still have a couple friends that... I played this game with back in the day and I know that they're going to just, they're going to, they're going to lose their shit. Just plain and simple. They're going to lose their shit. I know they are. And it's going to be so much fun. What you definitely should do is, I don't know if you guys uh, know, know this or not, because this has been for like a patch or two is uh, you want to do uh, one player mode with one of your friends playing it as a CPU. Now, if you've seen that option, no, I did not see I that. Didn't option. If you press, yeah, basically, I think you press Z. This is a mode I designed. If oh, you press yeah. Z, uh, when you're on a 1P mode, it could be regular 1P, it could be remix 1P, right? You'll get you'll hear the laugh of Master Hand, and your opponent, your friend will be able to play as a CPU. 
in a one player mode and like that's a blast for people to play through that's awesome um, wow if one I, you know, I would advise against doing very hard mode you know <laughs> your friend's gonna be a lot better most <laughs> likely than, than the cpu so don't make it too hard on yourself but it's, it's really fun to play as Actually, Jiggy, you were, awesome. you were saying before that you found the game to be to be uh, fairly difficult. Uh, it, I don't know if it's just muscle memory is not there in the same way. I, me too. I mean, I said I, I stink at this game, but I think I was no, kind of always not that great. But... I I was particularly like one on one. I was having no problem. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, like all the all the fights were were fine, but uh, going up against Giga Bowser specifically. And the yeah. giant, and I had a giant variation of Sonic playing through the remix mode. I found it very hard, like very <laughs> yeah, hard. Like so... I mean, I was getting obliterated. <laughs> yeah, the intention with Remix One P was to make a, a harder mode uh, than the original, like One P mode, was to give people more of a challenge. Uh, so, like, uh, it's at least scaled up. Mm -hmm. uh, we've tried to balance it more and make it a little bit more less brutal uh but maybe there's some more room to gain there but yeah the goal is to make remix 1p like this a stage or two up from the difficulty of the original game just to give people who've been playing forever an additional challenge basically what? so yeah if you're on very easy you know don't don't feel bad because like it's more like you're on you know easier I normal mode I wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> Don't feel bad. If you play very easy on Remix 1P, you're really playing what would be like the equivalent of like easy or normal mode mm. on 1P mode, the regular 1P. So that makes sense. Know, the intent was to give a new challenge there. Yeah, I think I, it, it's not that the, the game definitely does not feel unbalanced at all. Um, uh, for me, I felt like, oh my God, I forgot how to do this the way I'm supposed to. Like it took, it took me a few rounds to really be like, oh yeah shit like i'm not playing kirby you know like that's <laughs> that's kind of well, right i think i think part of that too is you have to get used to what when you're playing the newer games there's a, there's a lot of frame buffer between your button presses mm -hmm. your input presses and i feel like you go back to the 64 or even melee like you it's probably even more pr particularly melee it's just things are so tight and there's no mm. there's no buffer for that it's like you gotta you gotta nail it right yeah, I mean it's it's the it's this it's the original game. That's what this is. That's what Remix feels like, like we've said and everything. So it's yeah, you're you just right. Just gotta get good. Just gotta get good. Which <laughs> uh, which uh, I I you know I probably won't. I'm I'm not I'm not I'm not I'm not in that skill set anymore, man. Kids these days and their reflexes. <laughs> Let me tell you, kids these days know nothing because <laughs> right. I just went back and I played Earthworm Jim and I played it as a kid, but I recently just replayed it. I don't remember it being that hard. I always I like I always remember those games being difficult. I, I the second one was fine, but the was first it? one okay. I was like, I was I was so mad. <laughs> I was so mad. I kept dying, and it was like the stupidest things. And then later I'd be like, Oh, I forgot. That's how you do that. But it was just <laughs> it's so unforgiving. Yeah, those those two D games would always be like that. Um... <laughs> All right, I I think I think that if anyone has a chance to play Smash Remix, uh, 1.5 is out now. We have some new characters. There's obviously updates uh, that are going to be coming. Just a few. Just a few. What, what I'm saying is it 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 uh, it might continue, but even if it doesn't, even if nothing else is added to this, uh, it is an exceptional feat of programming and creation. Um, 
Smash Father, honestly, congrats. This is amazing. I, I just you. I just have to tell you that. You. Um, you know, if if the team isn't hasn't listened to this or or if or if they haven't heard it recently, they deserve all the all the credit as well because yeah. it's just it's such a good it's such a great game. And it's not a great just a great mod. It's a great game. And I think that is a huge difference. Um, it doesn't feel like, you know, a few people got together and just decided, yeah, let's slap some. You, there is work put into this. There's creativity. There's craft. It is really, really something special. It's hard, I think, to make something feel like you are sitting on your couch only four feet away from your TV with your original console back in the day. Um, yet, it's you're not doing that at all. Like, it's it's... It's very impressive. So, um, so kudos to you and, and the team. Thank you very much. Um, Love it. Yeah. So I gotta, I gotta address this. I yep. gotta address this. So do it. We had uh, the YouTube thing was figured out, right? That oh, whole spiel. Yeah. Because I was, I was mad for you. I was so <laughs> mad because that banjo uh, version one point five trailer was incredible. Oh my god, it's amazing. And oh my god. It's I went so back to rewatch it and then saw it was down and then followed the whole Twitter spiel and I was just like, what what wh why? It makes no yeah, sense. I, mean, I can give a brief uh summary of the situation. Sure. Uh, basically now this uh, most people don't know is a few months ago, randomly, our Sonic trailer just got taken down. Mm. And we tried to appeal it and we also kind of did like a Twitter push where we asked people and they just said, no, it's no big deal. Like, you just, it's, we, we reviewed your appeal and, like, basically it's like they out of nowhere said, like, oh, this is, like, uh, what did they say? Oh, dangerous. It said it was, like, dangerous content. And then uh, we appealed that and they instantaneously, they rejected it. We did the Twitter push for Sonic to come back and they said, like, no, we were right. We're totally right. They do the same thing with the banjo trailer and say like our whole channel gets taken down. We're like you've been, you know, two strikes you're out. Everything you're just totally booted off YouTube. You're dangerous content. Um, and we we appealed once again, instantaneously rejected. Uh, and then we were left with no other options to really to complain. So we just took we I even I didn't go to Twitter to get a movement going, but I tweeted out like, hey, this is what happened. Like. Uh, we got our channel taken down by YouTube, and enough people uh, like yourself complained and retweeted and went, got it into YouTube's eyes that they actually did something. Which is sad to think that the only way you can get YouTube, because like Nintendo, let me tell you, Nintendo did not care. Nintendo does not care. They didn't, Nintendo did not, was not upset with us. They don't care. Nintendo doesn't care about us. <laughs> uh, they did not. There's no strikes against us. Nintendo's never given us any issues. We're very respectful of Nintendo, and they have not caused us really any problems. Um, but it was all YouTube just goofing up. And they, because we got enough social media traction, uh, they put our channel back up. And Sonic came back too. Uh, so nice. that was nice. But as it should. Yeah, it was, it's sad that YouTube requires you to cause a, a, a bunch of a furor. On Twitter, that's your best resource. So weird. So small creators, you're just doomed. Sorry. Yeah, that's so crazy. <laughs> that's so crazy. I mean, I'm glad it's back. If anyone hasn't, I should have said this off the top, really, but you're right. If anyone hasn't watched the trailer for 1.5, even if you don't have a way to play this game, totally fine. Watch that trailer. Watch watch that's that awesome. 12, 13 minutes of a trailer. It is, it's it's so good. It's like a 
It's like a, sh- a, a short film. It's amazing. <laughs> it's crazy. I was calling it Citizen Banjo. I mean, many <laughs> sleepless nights were given to make that uh, trailer. I've never seen them work harder than when they worked on that, that damn trailer. I was like, guys, are we done yet? Like, how long is this going to be? <laughs> uh, so it was a heck of a trailer. So I would recommend it. It's very good. You can watch the, all the trailers. They're all thrilling. Yes. Even the original one I made in 2019. Oh, I went back no and watched it. It's, it's, <laughs> I went back, back and watched watch yeah. it. It's, it's, it's a thing of beauty. Yeah, I agree. Um, but, it's it's great. Um, so if anyone wants to keep track, whether it's YouTube, whether it's Twitter, whatever it might be, where can everybody find everything Smash Remix and yourself? Um, depends on. Yeah, we have a Smash Remix Twitter, Smash Remix YouTube. Uh, we have a GitHub. Uh, as far as like downloading Smash Remix, there's a special. Sinus oh, is going to kill me because I don't know. <laughs> uh, I don't know that you're around. I'm trying we to think, what is the, the URL? Right yeah, we'll post it in the description for sure. It's also yeah, post I think it I, in the description I, for me, so this yeah. doesn't kill me. I, he, I think I grabbed it from your, from your Twitter. Post oh, wait, I got it, guys. I got it. Okay, it's smash64.online/remix. Okay, that's the best way to download it. Don't go anywhere else. Do not pay for remix. If you pay for it. You're putting us on the line. We get in trouble with Nintendo. Mm. We never want Remix to be sold. If you're getting sold to you, you're getting robbed. Nobody owns Remix. Like you should get it for free. Never buy a cartridge with Remix on there. Get right. EverDrive. You know, it's 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 always free. Never pay for Remix. The the EverDrive ran this thing beautifully. It was. Uh, it's, it was that's awesome. what we designed it for. If it doesn't yeah. work on console, it doesn't. It's not real. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. our viewpoint. It was awesome. I I totally just ripped my EverDrive out to like flaunt it, and then I realized I had Smash Remix running on my thing. On my, <laughs> so I just ripped it out of my Live sixty four to to prove this point. Uh, <laughs> Ooh, fancy! Oh, there is, you go. <laughs> yours is red. Mine's just gray. Fancy. Um, yeah, I like the red. Yeah. Um, okay, that's awesome. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Uh, this is very exciting. Ch- check out Smash Remix if you have a chance to play it, play it. Um, at the very least, watch a lot of amazing videos that are out there, watch the trailers, and support this awesome group of creators because, as we said, it is just an insanely impressive feat and a whole lot of fun. Um, so thanks again for coming on the show, and uh, and hopefully we'll chat to, chat to you soon. And uh, Good luck with the uh, with the future endeavors and uh, being the CEO, as you say. <laughs> Thanks so much for having me. All right, everybody. Awesome. Thank you so much for listening to Remember 64 this week. We are back to our regular scheduled programming of an N64 game on the next episode. Um, and uh, more mods to come in uh, the rest of the year. So thanks, everyone, for listening. We will talk to you soon on Remember 64.